right, mic check, mic check. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is Zed Daily, episode two with your boy Jarek LG, aka the Evergreen Zed, and I've got my homeboy with me today, a fellow Zed Run content creator and Twitch streamer, Sean versus all. How you doing, bro? Doing well, man. Doing well. Thank you for having me, man. No pumped problem. to be on the show. Pumped, pumped to see the the future of it, and I think it's it's definitely needed to have a a daily a daily morning show, if you will. You know, so awesome to be here. Yeah, man. Just give something to wake up to and just grow this community, and hopefully, over time, we'll all know each other more and more. Yeah, for sure. And and YouTube is really like it's kind of a dead space for Zed content, you know, everyone's kind of on Twitch or Twitter, or all these other places. So I, I think YouTube is going to be, is going to be big for you. Right. Right. And then it just affects everybody. If we're getting more people into the game, they're going to move to Twitch and everybody grows together. Yep. 100%. So I wanted to ask you, how did you get into Zed run? Oh man, I'm, I love it. You know, it's a, it's an awesome story, and I think everyone has a unique and interesting story on how they got into Zed and kind of the broader NFT space. Uh, basically, I had heard about Top Shot at the beginning of the year, and I was very interested in it. I started seeing Gary Vee talk about NFTs. It was very interesting to me, um, and I tried a couple of drops with Top Shot. I had no success with it kind of gave up on it right um now at the same time january february of this year um i was getting ready to stream a mmo me and my friends always played mmos growing up i had moved to houston and i was kind of settled and um had a had built a, a brand new pc to start streaming and all this stuff and so the game i was going to stream took away what i wanted to stream like they basically cut it out of the game right so i had this full setup like ready to go ready to flick the lights on i already had the brand sean versus all i had everything set up um and then middle of april i got a text message when i was like confused about what to do with streaming uh, my buddy saying hey i'm gonna send you an email so you can you could go buy a zed run horse it's an nft and i had just been hearing about these nfts like april was really when they were starting to make a lot of noise on the internet um so i looked into it and i mean i was super i was just super hooked on it the first thing i thought i mean i thought of it as like a way to gamble against your friends almost that was kind of my first impression right like i didn't go into it thinking hey this is going to be a big money maker for me or anything like that it was just something i could do with my friends with a little bit of money on the line um and then at the same time i realized there was almost no content creation i mean there was very very few there was pony plug doofy poseidon outside of that there wasn't much and i already had a really great setup i felt like and a starting point to jump in and um so yeah i mean that that's kind of how i got into zed and got so deep into it because i'd wanted to stream i didn't have anything to stream because the game i wanted to stream took it out um and so i just it was kind of a a perfect storm and i i saw an opportunity there to get heavy into zed and start streaming okay so you got into zed because a uh, factor of things because you couldn't get into top shot you wanted to have some fun with your friends and it was digital horses. Now, what kept you into Zed Run? Um, I guess just the vision, like the vision behind it, you know, like the the vision of, of blockchain gaming and the NFT space is really kept me hooked on it. You know, I mean, it, it, it's fun. I mean, I've actually enjoyed playing it almost every single day since I found it. Um, but just Zed bringing me into the broader NFT space really kind of opened my eyes to the future and like 
where gaming is going and this concept of play to earn gaming. Um, uh, you know, it's, it's really kept me interested in, in the, it's more of the broader space is like, I'm in this world now and I love everything about it. And Zed is on the forefront of that. So I want to be, I want to be as close to Zed as I can. A hundred percent. I agree with that. I think, uh, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. And I think, uh, the early adopters are going to be very, very well rewarded for being early. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. I think it's, uh, you know, outside of Zed, like the broader NFT and Web 3.0, it's it feels like there's like a new Internet almost around the corner, which like I'm, I'm 33. So in my lifetime, I saw the first generation of the Internet, like Web 1.0, very basic um, stuff, right? Like very basic. You had a webmaster. He put some information on a website. Right. And then we saw the second generation of Web 2.0, which is social media, where companies build platforms and users create the content. And then now we're, we're, we're getting into web three, which is going to be a lot of blockchain based stuff, a lot of, you know, connecting to websites with your wallets. And so it, it really does feel like there's a, there's a new internet right around the corner. And I totally agree with you. The people that are in this space and getting, you know, getting their hands dirty in it are going to be rewarded big time. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's, it's a different time too, because now, just the whole like job economy you could make money and possibly make a living just off of a game yeah i mean that's fascinating to me i mean that's that to me is something i think we could all attest like we wish was around when we were kids right because we game so much and we just got yelled at by our parents or whatever you know what i mean now it's like there's there's a ton of jobs in this new creator economy whether that's creating content whether that's competing in esports whether that's being a play to earn gamer, um, you know, by yourself. I mean, look at Axie, for example. I mean, Axie is just revolutionizing gaming in a big way that's having serious impact, you know, like serious impact around the world. And I don't see that trend slowing down at all. Yeah, not at all. And I think it's really cool. Like if you're a parent, you can buy your child an Axie Infinity character and that kid will make you money without even without even realizing it. They're just playing a game. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the kids like to play video games anyway. So if they have an opportunity to make almost like an allowance, you know, you could call it for playing a video game. And that's, that's just incredible. Like, I, I love everything about it. You know, it's so cool. Yeah, it's really cool. So going back to your streaming career, when you would stream Zed Run, how did you make it more engaging with the audience? Instead of just us watching you race your horses, what did you guys come up with to make it more engaging for the audience? Yeah, Great, great question. We so we we came up with the an app we call ZBets, and I stream with my buddy Tommy. Tommy's someone I grew up with. We grew up in the same neighborhood, you know, terrorizing the neighborhood on our bicycles from an early age, right? So it's like my boy from from a from a long, long time ago. Um, we've always stayed in touch through gaming, even though I've kind of moved around to a lot of different places, lived in a lot of different places. Uh, but he was very kind of big on um, Ethereum and told me to buy Ethereum years and years ago and all the use cases for it. Right. So we kind of got into Zed together um, and he's a he's a software engineer. He's a developer. And at the time he was working for a major airline. 
um, when we got into Zed. And so basically I told him like, Hey, I'm going to stream this, you know? And he's like, well, Hey, I think I could develop an app for us to just bet on, you know, just amongst the four or five people I had watching my stream, which was just like my close friends that I game with, you know? So we developed an app called Zed bets and, um, it's, it's, it's been great and it's really, really engaging for the audience as a content creator. It keeps them, um, it keeps them engaged. It's, it makes our stream fast paced, exciting. There's kind of always something to do. There's not a lot of dead time, uh, which is good for engagement with the, with the viewers and, you know, horse racing, people just like to bet on it, you know, like a, you, that's what you do, right. When you go watch horse racing is everyone bets on it. So it makes sense for, for, for there to be somewhere to bet on these races since we're watching them all night. So we developed that early on, um, like late April. And we started our first said bets contest, like the beginning of May and people just loved it. I mean, we've gotten tremendous feedback from it. People really enjoy it. And it's been a lot of fun for us. I mean, even when we started, it got to the point where we didn't care about racing our horses because we were playing Zed bets, you know, we were trying to beat each other, betting uh, more so than we cared about actually running a bunch of races and we had crap horses to begin with. So, I mean, it was, it was a lot more fun to, to watch all these other, all these other good racers and, and bet. Yeah. That's pretty cool, man. Because as like, if I'm a viewer and I don't have a horse, but Hey, let's say I like Zed run. What you guys do is, so if I'm a good better, I could actually win a horse on Friday. Correct. 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 And we, we've, we've given away a ton of horses on that. Uh, like on, on through the Zed bets. And, and, and that's really what it was is like, once I realized the vision of Zed and that this is going to be something I'm interested in long-term and I want to, I want to like live out the future with Zed. Um, I realized that I wanted my kind of role as a content creator to really be sort of focused on bringing in new players, bringing in new people to the ecosystem and bringing them also into NFTs, right? Which how many people can we think of whose life is completely changed because of NFTs, right? It's a beautiful thing to introduce somebody to that, right? So uh, ZBets is great at that because, you know, like you're saying, it makes it, it makes the game interesting when you don't have a horse, right? So it's kind of like a great hook to get them interested in Zed, potentially winning their own horse or just, you know, watching and engaging with the community. Yeah, that's really cool, man. So I want to go to the Digital Derby and touch on that a little bit because I believe it's a really cool story. So the Digital Derby, I got into Zed Run in August, uh, August 1st or something like that, I believe. And the Digital Derby, I believe, was like either the next week or something after that. And the production on that was just amazing. Can you tell us what the Digital Derby is and how you came to be a part of that? Sure. It's, it's a, it's a really, it's a really neat and cool story for those that don't know that the entire, the entire um, production is on, on YouTube. If you search a digital derby, but um, basically it was on August 14th. We took basic some of the top stables in the game. We kind of did our own tournament that we set up through private, not private races, but like through discord, right? Like at the time in August, right. There was no real way to, to, efficiently do a bracketed tournament right because you, you it just wasn't set up for that but uh how it all started was 
um, Chris Laurent, who's a co-founder, like basically the creator of Zed, I call him the Zed father, right? He's like the Don, the head of BHS. Uh, he came into my stream one night early, early on, you know, he, he would come in and, and give us a lot of praise, say, we love what you do. So I just mentioned to him like, Hey, we should do a ZedCon in Vegas. Like I said, it kind of like, you know, half-hearted, like kind of joking with them, like, Hey, eventually we all got to meet up one day. Vegas would be the place to do it. Right. So I got a DM that night from a, a guy on Twitter by the name of closet nerd, who's the co-founder of E-Star studios, which is a, um, esport production company out here in Vegas. And he messaged me and said, Hey, if you're serious about doing something in Vegas, you know, like I could, I could certainly help. I'm big into Zed. Uh, we start talking to him. Um, so I ended up getting on a call with him and, uh, you know, he was, he was a fan of the stream. He said, you know, well, like, what do you do for a living? And at the time I was changing car batteries in Houston, you know, like I was basically doing nothing. It was just a job. You know, I, I was in oil and gas, Corona, all that stuff. The industry died. So I was just working a job kind of to hold me over. So I was like, man, I got nothing going on. You know, like I, I would love to do something like this. He's like, what? Well, get out to Vegas, you know, let's talk, let's meet, you know? So me and Tommy, we went out to Vegas, like literally that week, like immediate, immediately we recognized that this guy's a serious player and we, we should go meet him. We should go talk to him. So we flew out to Vegas. We met with him. We saw the studio, we saw his office. Um, and he basically said like, look, if you guys want to come out here, we could do something big. We could do something with a big impact for the Zed community, um, and do it at a real high, high level. Um, and any way that I could help get you out here, you know, like I'm, I'm more than willing to help, um, uh, get you guys out here. So, I mean, we, we left that meeting, we flew back to Texas and we basically, instantly knew we wanted to move to Vegas and work on this. You know, it was kind of a no brainer for us. Tommy was, uh, you know, he was a developer for a major airline. He'd been working there for, uh, you know, several, several years. He was just unhappy. It's just, you know, you get to that point in certain jobs where it's just not fulfilling. It's like soul sucking work and you want to go kind of chase your dreams and take a risk and do something different. So um, he left his job. I left my job. We moved out to Vegas, like, Two weeks later, got an apartment, started working on the digital derby with the, the team over at E-Stars. And, um, you know, it, it was it was probably like the, the one big project I've worked on in my life that I'm the most proud of um, because there was a lot of challenges with it. Um, the game had changed so much that summer from the time we moved out there, like early early July to when the actual event happened in the middle of August, there was, the game had changed. There was 24 hour queue times, you know, like all this stuff happened. Uh, but we ended up pulling it off and, um, you know, we, we did, everyone just did such a fantastic job. I was so happy with the result of it, you know, and this is something people need to keep in mind. Like this was done outside of Zed. It wasn't like Zed cut a big check and said, Hey, go do this. You know, like this, I, and I have to give all the credit to closet nerd who, you know, basically pursued a passion project of his. He's really into Zed. He's really passionate about uh, producing high-level content um, in, the, in the gaming and esports world. Um, so, like for him to take this on under under eStars, I mean, I I can't praise him enough. And um, you know, the digital derby was a it was a big success. I we, we are planning on doing more digital derbies in the future. I think it makes sense to wait until there's party mode and these other things that are going to accommodate tournament operations and stuff like that. Um, so there'll be 
more digital derby stuff next year. Um, it's looking like, but yeah, I'm very proud of, of what we're able to do. That's beautiful, man. Yeah. You guys absolutely killed it with a digital derby. Um, and when I realized it wasn't a Zed sponsored thing, it was its own product. I was like, Oh, this game's out of here. If, if a third party <laughs> is putting on this type of event, like, and it's the first one, Oh, we're, we're going to the moon. But I right. think, I think what you said was very beautiful. You said, like you guys were starting to get burnt out in like a mundane day-to-day -day job. And now what you're doing, that digital derby is going to live on YouTube forever. So can you speak on your mental health when you're working this job compared to now because you're working for yourself, you're making evergreen content, you're streaming, you're, you're just doing your own thing. Can you speak on that transition? Absolutely. I mean, the, you know, the job I had in Houston, uh, it's, it, you know, it, it wasn't the worst job in the world, but I didn't love it. I didn't like it. I didn't like going to work every day. And when I work on content, when I work on Zed related projects, I really love it, you know, and, you know, the, the, the digital derby has, has basically turned into me doing more stuff with E-Stars. So I've done, you know, I've gotten, you know, I've gotten gigs with them doing other esports productions i'm doing stuff in their office you know so it all worked out um you know is is kind of the ultimate the ultimate um what, what do i say it's like the it, it was like the risk the risk was worth it because it all worked out right and i've never at this moment like i've never felt so in control of my life you know, where it's like, it's freedom. It's, I don't know how, it's a beautiful thing. Like, it's crazy to think how, how much happier I am on the day to day than I was before, because I truly feel like free and in control of what I'm doing and just passionate about waking up every day when before it was like, I dreaded every day. I just did not enjoy it, you know? So, um, and, and that's, that's not only Zed. I mean, that's the NFT ecosystem as well, which has afforded me, you know, to, afforded me the the opportunity to go pursue the stuff I'm passionate about, you know? That's awesome, man. And yeah, 100%. I mean, you're working for yourself. It's not that you're going to be working less hours now. You're probably working more hours. But as long as you love what you're doing, that's all that matters, bro. 100%. 100%. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go back in a heartbeat, you know, like there's no way, you know? Yeah, once you, once you taste freedom, it's like, ah, I can make it. You're good. And once you get over those fears... Like initially, I can understand having the fears like going up to the digital derby. But once you hit that benchmark and you do it and you can move on from there, it's like, oh, man, I did that. OK, what next? Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, you know, the the way that I look at it is I worked in oil and gas for a lot of time for a lot of years. And I think of it like this. And this is something I, I, I consume a lot of Gary Vee content, right? Not so much anymore, but for years I did. And one thing he would always tell people is like, you could always go get a job, you know, like worse comes to worse. If we came out here and the digital derby was a failure and everything sucked and nothing worked out i could always go back to texas i could always go to the oil fields and go get on a rig and go get a job you know like so i th that was kind of like that kind of kept me at ease and made me feel like I, it wasn't like the worst thing in the world if it didn't work out i'm gonna be good i'm always gonna be able to go and tap into my network back home and and get a job same thing with tommy he's a developer developers like the most in-demand thing there is so he could always have gone back and got a job you know what I mean? So that kind of gave us a little bit of security for um, dropping everything and moving out here to Vegas. Yeah, definitely. You guys doing that has just made me like kind of like 
question myself. It's like, well, like, these guys are following their dreams. They believe in Zed Run this much. So it's kind of like you make other people question, do you have to live a mundane, like, 9 to 5 life to where you can not you can make it as a content creator or as a Zed Runner or something, but just follow your dreams is all I'm trying to get at. Absolutely. And it's not like we're out here getting rich. Like, I, I d- post digital derby i made no money for months i haven't saved money since i moved out here you know what i mean but i wouldn't trade it for going and making a hundred grand doing something i don't enjoy you know i'm perfectly happy with where i'm at you know like my bills are paid i'm good you know i'm not getting rich but um at the same time it's i I love waking up and working on stuff every day love it absolutely yeah you can't put a price on happiness man so where do you see Zed run two years from now? <laughs> two years from now, man. Well, I'm, my imagination's going crazy. I mean, I, I just, you know, I, I, I think there's been a lot of consistent growth. A lot of progress has been made and I see it being like fully flushed out, massive, much more, uh, a much larger user base um than it is now um i see everything working 100 percent of the time right which is something none of us have quite enjoyed just thus yet you know but i just think they're they're gonna slow and steadily get to the masses you know what i mean there's been all these key partnerships that keep me bullish there's been a lot of key hires in the past like 60 to 90 days um where they they've almost doubled their team you know what i mean so i'm i'm I can't wait to see what two years looks like. I mean, hopefully I'm a big part of whatever content they want to do. Hopefully I'm, uh, I'm able to work on, on big tournaments, big productions and stuff like that. But I, I see, I see it being out of beta, no more kinks in it. Everything's working. Um, all the stuff, you know, every, everything's out and it's, it functions like any other top level game, you know? Yeah, I, I agree 100%. I sometimes compare uh, Zed Run to Rust. Not the same thing, but I'll say the same as in Rust was in beta forever, but they always had a large community that would play Rust on the computer. And now Rust only came to console within like the past six months. And now I know 11, 10, and 8-year-olds that are playing Rust, right? But the community's been there forever. It's just once you slowly work out a beta and then you get your game right, like, you can push it to the masses very easily. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, that Zed Run, I've never been a part of a community like this. Like, the, the, you know, it's, it's people say it, and I'm sure some people think it's like corny to hear it over and over, but it's the best community I've ever been a part of, I've ever seen in gaming. The most supportive, friendly, helpful, kind, generous people. Um, I mean, that's a huge part of their success, right? I mean, the game is the game, right? It's going to be great. It's going to suck. But like the community really is a big part of what keeps people around, I think, you know, and what helps actually bring people in because Zed really hasn't done a ton of marketing. It's really word of mouth streamers, content creators that are growing this game and will continue to do it because we're also passionate about it. A hundred percent, bro. A hundred percent. So you have a YouTube channel as well, and you had a show with MJ called Zero to Hero. Do you guys plan on doing any more of those? And can you touch on what is Zero to Hero? Absolutely. So Zero to Hero was an idea me and MJ cooked up. Um, Basically, what we wanted to do was take a horse that 
um, had it been run properly and see if we could turn around, um, kind of, kind of fix, kind of fix the horse almost and run it in the proper distances and the proper prize pools and see if we could, uh, make some progress on a horse and document the entire thing. So we're, what we really wanted to focus was like kind of on new players and say, Hey, look, you might find a horse on open sea that's fairly cheap or inexpensive that hasn't really been run properly according to the data. And you might be able to actually turn it into a profitable horse, which we did um, with, with the, the horse from season one. So we focused uh, for 10 weeks, one episode a week um, on one horse. And we looked at the data and finally about week seven or eight, we kind of hit that sweet spot where we started getting, you know, we started becoming like ROI positive and we essentially figured out, uh, the horse, right? Uh, but to answer your, your other question, yes, we are coming back this next Monday. Um, will be episode one of uh, season two of Zero to Hero, and we're still ironing out the details. I think we may, I think we may kind of focus on tournaments and try to do something with, like, a find a tournament horse and and see how how well we could progress throughout um these these tournaments that that's going to keep doing but yeah a new episode is going to be on monday cool i think that uh the tournament idea is really cool because uh taking a horse you're not going to be paying for it as long as they keep the free race entries and you never know i mean if you take a zero to hero horse and you qualify for a tournament like you basically just gave a new I could just go watch your video, see how you guys break down this horse, see what tools you guys use, see where you guys placed it, what your strategy was. And I mean, I'm just getting free game by watching someone else take this horse from zero to hero. So that's pretty cool, man. Yep. Yep. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. I mean, it's, 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 it's really geared towards new players. Like you're saying, I mean, we want to show people the tools, uh, what data, matters what data is relevant um so even if you're getting into the game in week three and you watch it we, you watch the episodes you could say all right well cool now i kind of know what data to look for so cool and then just the last few things you guys have steve's boys gaming i've seen a few uh, of your guys's posters what is steve's boy gaming <laughs> so steve's boys gaming i mean it started as like uh we called it a, a meme sports team instead of an esports team to begin with, but it was basically just like me and my friends that realized we're never going to be pro competitive gamers. But why don't we start our own thing um, with with our group of friends? And eventually, what we want to do is produce content. We call it, 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 it it's the equivalent of like a beer league, right? It's it's not super competitive like high level stuff it's just a bunch of people who like to play rocket league apex you know overwatch game you know these popular game titles but there's not really a lot of you know um you know average skill level tournaments out there it's like it's super high level stuff and then there's nothing for like the average everyday gamer so we started steve's boys gaming SBG sports. Uh, we started that to kind of have a place for our friends to compete if we ever want to uh, compete in a tournament or throw our own tournaments. But uh, for us, it's kind of like a long term content play. Um, we want to we want to make content and show other people like, hey, look, if you like playing Rocket League and you're not a pro, there is a way for you to play in in, in tournaments and kind of get the juices flowing, you know. 
Um, so that that's what it is. It started as just a group of my friends wanting to make our own esports team. I mean, nowadays with the internet, you have all the tools you need to 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 make your own brand and and all these you know all these big esports they all started small with a couple of friends. So it was like we could do it too. Why not? You know why not? Nobody can tell you no. There's no middleman, no boss, nobody in the way to say hey you can't do that. So that's a beautiful thing. One last thing I wanted to touch on is I saw one of your tweets. You said December 20 or October 24th, you had some big news coming up on your stream. Do you want to dive into that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm going to release the full, I'm going to talk about like the, the, the full details of it this week on stream, probably on Thursday, but basically me and me and my, my partner, Tom Teasy, we're starting a, a new show that's going to be every single Saturday. It's called, and I've never said it before, but it's called High Stakes Showdown. And so what we're doing is we're bringing some of the top stables um, in Zed and we're going to basically organize them into particular races and they're going to have a lot of money side bets um, on the line. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to do it every single Saturday. Um, I'm going to set up like contact forms for people if they're interested in being a part of it. But at a minimum, every stable has got to show up with like 800 bucks because we're going to do eight races, hundred dollars a piece on the line for each stable. Um, and we're going to, we're going to do Z bets along with that. So that way the, the audience has something to, to play for as well. We'll do prizes. Um, we'll do a separate leaderboard only on the weekends for the high stakes showdown, but Super excited. I was contacted by a, a pretty significant big stable owner, someone that comes from kind of the poker world and says, hey, there need, really needs to be something like real high stakes, you know, like the, the $100 a race per stable is the absolute minimum. Like I feel like people are going to be betting more than that here and there. But um, yeah, it's it's not it's not a big tournament. It's only going to be like um probably eight stables every week, six to eight stables every week. And whichever stables want to put their money up, you know, get in contact. Cool, cool, man. And so how does that work? If, uh, if we're going to do a hundred dollar race, would we just hop into a public hundred dollar buy-in race and go from there? Or how would that work? We're, we're going to have very specific races that we're, we're, we're going to put everyone into, we're going to kind of discreetly do it in a discord and organize it. I mean, one of the requirements is that all the stable owners are going to have to be on voice. And for example, we might say, Hey, we're going to do $25 class one races today. And so as soon as the $25 class one, whatever distance it is, as soon as it pops, you got to enter that horse. Every stable that's a part of it is going to have a specific gate that they're going to go for. Um, and then if we need to fill up a couple slots, we'll throw a couple donkeys in there or whatever. But that's why we're going to do eight because that feels like a, a good cushion to get to get everyone in. Right. So, I mean, we're going to have very specific races that we're going to be looking for. And that's just a short term solution. We know party mode is coming. I'm going to have the ability eventually to create my own custom races for stuff like this. But in the meantime, we got to work with what we got and we're just going to designate a certain type of race. And as soon as it pops, everyone will be in voice and we'll jump in that same one. And then we'll we'll show it. We'll do Z bets and then um, we'll we'll do it again over and over but it's going to be, it's going to be Saturday, two o'clock, um, two o'clock, 
uh, West Coast time, Pacific time, five o'clock Eastern time this Saturday, November the 6th, right on um, my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Sean versus all. Cool. Damn, bro. I didn't even know it was November. Time be flying. But uh, <laughs> where can people catch your content at, bro? Uh, awesome, man. I just want to say thanks again for having me. I'm super glad you're doing this. I mean, we connected early on in Zed and I consider you a friend and I'm happy to see uh, your progress in the content in the content world. Um, you guys can find me at at Sean versus all that's S E A N V S A L L. And so that's twitch.tv slash Sean versus all Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, everything Sean versus all. Yeah. Thank you, man. And I would like to just send that back to you as well. I look at you guys as an inspiration uh, I'm sure a lot of people take inspiration from you guys, but thank you guys for what you do in the community. Awesome, man. Appreciate it. Have a good day, bro. All right. Cheers.